what if someone just listened to this for the first time? This is and, the best episode of your life. Yeah. And well, I mean, we could say, Hey everyone, welcome to episode 150. <laughs> and the person listened to this for the first time would be like, Whoa, these guys are been doing this for such a long time. Yeah. More than hashtags. Come on. Come on. Yeah. More than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah. More than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah. More than hashtags. I'm Adam Lidecker. And I'm Vincent Orlick. Hey, welcome to More Than Hashtags. Hey. Hey. Hey, Vincent. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Episode 24. Sure. Thanks for being here. Thanks for counting. As always. I, I like to count. I keep count. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, pr- I'm proud of it. We, we, what'd you say? Episode, uh, podcast don't make it. Episode seven. Seven. Like tip on. Maybe not on average, but it's it's quite frequent yeah. that they don't make it past seven. Which Isaac, if you're listening, it's time to pick it back up. <laughs> <laughs> there, they made we it. Could to talk to you tomorrow about two that. or three. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for more. I, I really like I yeah, like the show. Funny. It was our friend, um, you know, Isaac and Sean. They had a podcast. Have a podcast called yeah, they do. Movie Church. Uh, review '80s movies and talk about that. And it, it was right after he hurt his knee. What are you doing for Halloween? With the with the wee ones or the kids? Uh, not quite sure yet. Not quite sure. We'll probably just do what we normally do, which is um, go around the neighborhood. And our neighborhood's pretty pretty cool for for uh, people giving out candy and doing fun stuff at their houses with scary things. How about you? Have you ever got a house that gave out whole bars of candy? I'm sure. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure that's happened. I haven't yet. Some ever in your life? I think there are those neighborhoods. Just they're, they're <laughs> oh, you're saying there's whole neighborhoods that do that. They do, they like collude and band together and say, "Here's a giant bar of Hershey's." We're topping every other neighborhood ever. <laughs> we're giving out huge every like the the four cup Reese's. Ooh, you're like bars of what gold, man? Uh, yeah, we're gonna go around the neighborhood with some friends. Uh. It seems like last year was pretty good, so we're gonna try to find that same neighborhood, um, same friends. They live pretty yeah. Good, so, bunch of little kids in costumes. I, my two year old is going as uh, why can't I think of that? Princess Poppy. Don't know that. Princess Poppy from Trolls. Oh, Trolls. Okay. And now you I've, do. Yeah, we've seen that a few times. And my five year old is Cinderella. So gotcha. this is the second costume of the week. So we went to uh, when my wife met some people at the library and they said, we need an, an extra spice girl. Oh, Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. my, my four year old will be uh Sophia the first as it stands right now, but she was going to be spider girl. So that may oh. change again before Tuesday, or you could mash them up. Um, she wouldn't allow that. I'm sure. She, <laughs> that would not go, go over well. She's going to have a costume by that day and it's still, you know, it's, it's tentative. Man, I feel like we should have picked some more spooky stories. 
but that's I, all good. Well, eh, we didn't. Maybe maybe we'll do an extra special show on uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you guys can expect, we have a couple cool tools or articles that we found during the week. Um, I have a little section about beware of uh, beware of social media clickbait. Um, Vincent has some best in social for the week. Some really cool uh, two brands that did some cool stuff, and then we'll again have some podcast recommendations that's becoming a staple i think i think we just need what we're just implementing now in every episode is is giving a podcast recommendation from each of us true and people, and, and yours like as well everyone is tweeting them to us <laughs> yes yeah we can't out. man we're can't handle the, the tweets guys you got to slow down okay but but keep them coming because we do look at all of them but <laughs> But just slow down because we, we only have so much time of the day. So, um, well, tell us, let's kick the show off. Tell us about something that's coming up that you're going to be speaking at. And it's your last chance to buy tickets. <laughs> well, again, it's just because people that listen to this are, there's a good likelihood you're in Phoenix and a good likelihood that you like podcasts. And me and Adam will both be, wink, wink, at. Um, podcasting it yourself 2017 this Saturday this Saturday up in North Phoenix um, you can go to podcastingfordummies.com slash P-I-Y 2017 and the reason it's on the podcasting for dummy site is because the uh, workshop it's a podcasting workshop brought to you by the authors of the latest edition of podcasting for dummies those yellow and black books that you see for dummies that whole series there's a podcasting for dummies that's been out for a number of years and they just updated it for 2017 so um, that book is available and then the tickets if you go to the website again podcastingfordummies.com slash piy 2017 the tickets are 30 bucks i think and it's not the whole day it's the afternoon uh, a few hours uh, it's like four to eight um, but a lot of podcasting veterans will be there um people that have been doing it for a long time and know their stuff and are going to be there. You can hang out and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty intimate. It's not like a a uh, hundreds of people or anything. Um, It's you're going to be able to really interact with everybody. Um, And as far as, as I go, I mean, I'm quote unquote speaking. (laughs) Oh, there's no quotes about it. No, it's, it's totally going to be words will be coming out of your mouth. It's, it's just, it's going to be talking about using social media for promoting your show. And one thing I know about like podcast conferences I've been to, it's a pretty cool community. It's, it's not like your typical conference or uh, workshop. Um, People are, it's, it's a community. That's all I can say. I've been to a lot of conferences. Yeah. The vibe it, podcast meetups are just definitely different because I think they're creatives and storytellers and you'll walk away with some practical tips and get to know people in your area that are podcasting. Yeah. And it's, and it's very podcasting um, focused. It's not like the peripheral it's, it's about hardware, software. um, And then like my thing is probably the most peripheral (laughs) in terms of the actual content about how to promote your show. Everything else is very, um, very uh integral to like how to do shows and and it's it's also uh for for people that are really thinking about doing a show or have just started doing a show that's primarily so if if you're a long time veteran think about it but you know it may not be totally something that you would get a lot out of it's more for the people that are just starting out 
Come on down. Yeah. Speaking about communities, you have another little Facebook group you think well, you're part of it. Yeah. I just, I wanted to, I wanted to throw it out there cause I know we've, we've had a lot of new members join in and it's the Snapchat news and education group on Facebook. So, uh, if you're into Snapchat, Snapchat news, it'll start coming up. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, if you, if you search Snapchat news and education, it will, it should come up, but it's, it's, that's part of the URL too. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Snapchat news and education. So it's, it shouldn't be hard to find. There's about, we're coming up on 800 members in That's the cool. group and just wanted to throw it out there because, um, it's, it, I try to, it's, it's the majority of, of what's happening in there in terms of the news part and the education part, I guess is posting in there. People are posting news items on a daily basis, and uh, the uh, if you've ever heard of uh, Sean Ayala, our buddy Sean is one of, if not the top, Snapchat storyteller, and uh, world's greatest. He, he world's greatest. He's he's posting every week, every Monday. He posts on his Facebook page and on his YouTube channel a really cool Snapchat news video. It's yeah, only it's a few minutes long. Super Bowl done. I'm very. I was really impressed. Totally, totally. And, and I'm still yeah. really impressed. Every and I, he puts a ton of time into it, but it's it's easy to follow and great takeaways. So. Yep, gold chain and all. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like, it's like staying in the in, in the uh, education Snapchat news and education group, but in like three minutes. Yeah, yeah. He posts. It, it's funny because you wouldn't think there's that much news. You'd think, oh, there's like these things you hear about. But it's funny because I'll post news items that I get daily and I'll yep. post them into the group and yet he'll come on for the news for that week from the previous week and it's, it's, there might be one or two of the same sort of items but it's, and it's his take on it too, which is totally cool. But, that, but the majority of it is not the same, the same item. So right. I'm trying to figure out where he's getting his news from. So. Well, and I saw like, <laughs> some of the brands he mentioned, so he's yeah. like consuming. Yeah, like even this morning, uh, like Snapchat announced they're launching Snap Accelerate, which is a resource and support uh, that you need to kickstart your your business uh, with Snapchat. So they're really getting into like, you know, supporting small businesses, entrepreneurs. Because um, that part of that is for small business. Yeah, so we dropped that in there, and uh, I, I dropped it in a few other groups and got some uh, ton of negative comments. Well, <laughs> but. In that group, at least, it's so focused. You got some really good um, engagement, and even on my own, like I, I found it interesting. It's going to be helpful for somebody, um, especially if you're like, "Oh, what do I do with Snapchat? I have a small business. How do I break in?" Well, they have a service to help support that. But every every couple of days, there's there's news, and sometimes it's like there's sometimes it's like, "Oh, they have a ton of extra spectacles laying around," right. and sometimes it's like, "Oh, they have this cool feature being used for news." Um, so if you are a it's, practitioner like us, come and join. It's funny because that the, the way I get the news is through Google alerts for Snapchat. And every day I get that alert for Snapchat in my inbox. And every day there's maybe like anywhere from seven to 10, mm-hmm. um, topical news pieces and f- at least three or four every day is news from publications and websites and everything talking about 
how this kid used Snapchat to be a racist and this other person used Snapchat to potentially kill someone. (laughs) So it's like, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to point out that they report the news as though like Snapchat is the culprit. Right. (laughs) It's funny. It's it's really funny. It's like some kid with 10 followers. I I don't even know. I I don't even read them. That's the thing because they're so often and it's like, the the media portrays it as oh Snapchat's like kind of this evil thing that, that that's nothing new. I think that's always existed, right? Oh sure, yeah. The other I get things like that on the killer other and yeah. you know it's always been like the medium is the you know perpetrator. Right. It just feels like that one more so than the others that I when I sure. get the daily alerts. That one really. The, the media really likes to focus on Snapchat. Well, I think it's because like the whole role. when Snapchat was founded and people thought, oh, it was only used for one purpose and then it's yep. and brands started getting on it. It's just so much more than that. Uh, can be so much more than that. It is so much more than that. It is. But some, but it's still got that stigma for sure. I mean, the, well, if you ask 10, 10 people, too, yeah. yeah, if you ask 10 people, what is, you know, what is Snapchat for? Or what does it do? Or what's your thoughts about it that they'll seven out of 10 still, I think depending on the yeah. age, yeah. we'll we'll come out probably older gr- group is what I'm referring to more. So they'll come out and say that it's for sexting or it's for, uh, it's dangerous. <laughs> like they just, that's just how they, it's an, it's an envelope platform for It's a closed envelope. Which you them. could just like apply that blanket statement to the internet and right. Every social media site. Yeah. So right. in any case, it's good to be, Anyway, the group, yeah, the group, uh, we, <laughs> it's definitely more news focused. Like it's, it's, and education. Those lines. well, that's in there, but, um, I, I, we could, I'd love to see more like talk around certain, certain other things uh, rather than just like the news of the sure. day, you know, the, the things that people are doing that's cool successful. Campaigns. Yeah. Yep. That'd, be, that'd be a good yep. idea with a thousand in there, almost a thousand eight hundred. I think you could 800 sure. close. Yeah start calling for some of that. So, so the article I found actually was from our other favorite website that we use all the time, product hunt. And I actually followed Evan. So I got an alert when he published it, when he hunted that new uh, feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had four, four upvotes at the time when I found it. So I might've found it before you did. <laughs> I'm sure I, cause I don't, I didn't even see it on product hunt. So, Oh, and oh, the yeah. last thing. The last oh, yes. thing. The mystery tease. Mysterious. Mysterious. <laughs> Just like describing it. <laughs> After the Snapchat story. <laughs> well, anyways, Vince and I have been working on something uh, for, for community engagement for Twitter. That's coming next week. Mm-hmm. Tease it. You just did. We're not saying any more than that. Nothing? No, that's what I told oh, I you. I didn't say for Twitter. That's right. You clown. It's a good thing I didn't say anything still, else then. We still don't know. Yeah, no, people don't know. We're leaving it out there. You'll, if you're listening right now, then tune in to Twitter next. We can say, I think it's good to say, we'll say the time and the day, right? Perfect. So next Thursday, Yep. which is November 2nd, I believe, because Halloween is the 31st. That's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It should be November 2nd. Yeah. So November 2nd, which is also when our podcast drops every week. In the morning. Uh, so in the we'll, morning. Be, we'll be Or whenever on Thursday. I mean, we, we don't 
stick to the morning. Tune in Sorry. next week's next week's podcast, and we will reveal. Well, tune in next week's podcast. We'll mention it again for real. We'll give you all the details. But next Thursday night, November second, at we're saying nine p.m. Eastern time. Six. Well, six Pacific. Six Pacific. We'll leave it at that. There it is. We're not going to go with the different time zones. We just <laughs> <laughs> because then it'll get because it stays. It stays. So nine Anyways, p.m. You'll Eastern, enjoy it. It's community and all. Yeah. Uh, it's on Twitter. Some of you can probably guess what we're talking about, but you don't know what it's about. True. You don't know what it's about. We might be chatting. We might be chatting on Twitter. Zip it. Using a <laughs> hashtag. Oh, I don't know. But Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, it's actually a, a, a lead up to uh, media chat on Twitter. If you're a fan of media chat on Twitter. Oh, that's, that's, that's true. Might, it'd be, it'd be yeah. in, the, in the hour after that. Before. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're all over the place. I am. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll we have a surprise it. coming next week. Yes. Surprise. Mystery tease. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah, I love it. Well, that's how uh, you wrote it in the show notes. <laughs> Well, yes. <laughs> what does it mean? So you're, you're like you're like uh, what's his face on Anchorman. You're like, <laughs> don't stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> don't you know if you put it on the prompter, it reads everything. <laughs> that's actually funny. Is that? I mean, what else, let me see what else you wrote because I would. Anyway, so let's get into uh, our main topics of the night. Um, I'll, I'll kick mine off. I just have, uh, I'm sure you guys in, if you follow social media updates and stuff like that, I'm sure you've seen articles shared by friends. This is just a, like a, a warning or a caution about social media industry clickbait. Ooh, everybody hates clickbait and everybody loves clickbait. Well, and it's, that's the thing is like, here's the caution. If it sound, if, if it seems too good or too bad to be true it probably is if what does so well like articles people are posting so if i'm on facebook and i'm scrolling through my feed and i see an article facebook is going to put your friends feed friends posts in one feed and company posts in another feed and make companies pay for you to see that dun 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 Facebook's going to put small businesses out of business. Dun, dun, dun. Now, and so we should be clear too. So the, the reaction you're describing is the reaction of people in the social media industry and people that are in the business world that manage social media. Sure. So these are experts, professionals. You know, I've been doing Facebook. We, we have both been managing Facebook accounts, large Facebook accounts for, for years. Uh, for myself, like since 08, 09. Yeah, you have me beat. Algorithms have changed. Algorithms always change. The, literally, the hundreds of teams that Facebook has are testing thousands of things all mm-hmm. the time. We were just talking like six months ago, I had a little just a rocket ship show up in the bottom of my app. Well, that was like this explore feature. Well, it's kind of what they're talking about. So Facebook did a test in a couple um, countries, very small test to see, hey, People said they may want to see their friends post in one feed. Let's test this. And then everything went sideways. So, I mean, to the point that Facebook actually had to come out with a press release 
And this is, <laughs> this is the caution. You're going to hear from the horse's mouth. Like it's sad that they it got to that point, but that's, that's how fast fake ish news, truthy news. <laughs> um, it used to, they used to never re- respond to this stuff. Right. It may make some like nightly news or actually no, like years ago it was like, Oh, Facebook's going to make you pay. That was a common one that still is around today. They actually re- had to reply to this. Uh, the head of newsfeed, um, they said, Hey, they were testing. We have, we're not going to charge people Just you know, yes, pages pay to boost, but it's not going to limit that. So anyways, my point is basically, you know, put your spidey sense up. If it sounds, and, and I saw this posted by seasoned professionals. So one thing that I did is I posted that article and then right underneath it, I posted Facebook's press release response. So people could see the whole picture. Uh, anyways, how uh, many people? How many people did not read your second post of it, which is actually probably the first comment yeah, on the we, post? How many I'm, people did not read that? I'm, well, I'm sure, and I even in a couple of groups, people posted another article about this, and I would post that as a reply. Some of our friends I saw, like um, Chris, he did. Um, post on somebody else's completely unrelated post about a different industry. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know why we get soap in arms or we feel like we need to be the first one to let our friends know about this. Oh um, yeah. And that's, that's out, the caution. That's like, sure. So here's the other thing. Uh, and it's not related to social media, but I did see this uh, bubble up today and it is about the um, iPhone X 10. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the, the jury is out. We don't know what, what it's supposed to be called. Apparently it's called the 10. <laughs> Oh, I call it the X. X just sounds cooler. Um, so in any case, there was tons of reputable media that said, um, you know, Apple's not going to meet shipping deadlines, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they can't because of their facial recognition technology. So instead of, you know, rec- having all of the sensors recognized, they're going to, you know, basically dial it back down, way down in order to be able to ship as many as possible. So I'm reading this with a lot of skepticism. I'm thinking, I get like a company like Tesla who oversells and then like can't meet production, but then they explain that. I don't understand Apple because they've had enough Apple gates over the years with bendy phones and stuff like that. This phone has been planned out, what, maybe two years ago? They start developing the next phones as soon as they ship like the last ones. So hard to believe that, that they would actually do that. Um, so anyways, yes, it came out that Apple, uh, again, had to do this to re- deny the report and that it alt- it's altering the face ID specs and that, you know, they're good to go as planned. So, uh, but well, let but, me ask you this. Let me ask you this. It took off. Like, well, everywhere. listen, listen. I, so I have something to ask you. So is there any chance that their total, this total devil's advocate Oh, sure. Any chance that Apple decided to like stay in the news cycle by maybe putting a little floating a little something out there that would somewhat create more demand because now people think there won't be as many phones available. I'm not, I'm not a believer of that. I'm just saying people will say that. I will say the, the analyst or expert more than likely put that story out there. Someone who wanted to be quoted in the news 
Um, we saw this with the run-up of, of um, with the new Apple products uh, most recently, where there were some tech experts saying that the you know iPhone was going to be see-through, uh, was going to all this stuff, right? And they they shattered it from the rooftops for nine months, and they had seventeen verifiable inside employees. <laughs> None of it panned out. Um, which and always I, seems to be the case, by the way, and especially in the, like the month or so leading up to the Apple, the Apple announcements when they do them, yeah. it always you always start hearing about here's the rumors, here's the confirmed rumors, here's what's happening, and like very rarely is any of it. I the guess case. like most of us just want disaster. Most <laughs> of us want the not the big guys, anybody to fail. They're rooting for people to fail. I mean, we ever remember with Meerkat, it wasn't even a week and people were writing, you know, RIP Meerkat. So it's like, Oh, well even more. I mean, look at Snapchat. You know, we talked about same thing. Actually, Snapchat is totally like there's a, now it's, now it's back on the upswing. You see, cause now you see some more positive articles about like how they're the content that they're adding and the, um, the ads options. And like, it's, you see it, you saw it plateau, then you you saw it go way way down in the valley right after the IPO and dip and the stock price. Oh my God, the world's ending, and now it's now it's well back even the like the most recent articles about you know hundreds of thousands of spectacles in a warehouse. Right, but, but if you read it, it said it was unsure if they were completed or parts. So it could just <laughs> be like hundreds of thousands of like uh, here's here's ten thousand screws. The, the point is, it's like, incredible. I don't know why we cheer on or we, we hope for disaster failure. We hope for tragedy. Like we kind of do. And, and really I'm going to give it a benefit of the doubt. Like the thing about Apple is it's a product you use every single, you know, 15 hours a day for a year, at least two years and it doesn't break. So like people are like, Oh, it let us down. It's doesn't work. I'm like, it takes better pictures than my like my my Nikon D two hundred from years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's easier. Well, and it's also there's whenever you have something like Apple definitely has has people that love it, love their products, use all their products, and then there's people that hate it for their yeah. reasons. And the there's it's it's polarizing. It's totally polarized. You see it whenever the announcement when the new yeah. phones are coming out. Look at how many people yeah. talked about like all the posts of people that uh, Apple Apple did it again. (laughs) They came out with a crappy piece of equipment that everyone's going to go run to buy. And it's not any better than the new it's it's, congratulations, Apple, you caught up to Android 2015 and like all this crazy stuff. Like, I mean, I don't know personally. I just, I like Apple. I like, I have a, macbook air i have an apple i have an iphone i like we have ipads i i i do prefer apple if i have the choice i'm gonna right. buy apple wh- whether that's good or bad whatever works well, for i me. think it's perspective like when i had my first company we i would buy like we were had the we sold on ebay for people we were one of the first concepts to do that and i had 12 employees at one point and we'd burn through desktops. I would buy those like $200, $300 Dells at Staples. And they would just like get infected. They would just burn through them. And then later, I personally got 
my first MacBook. And, and growing up, we had like the first Apple IIe uh, as a kid anyways. But anyways, as my first MacBook, I'm like, this thing just works. So I think the other perspective about people complaining about phones is I saw a, a poll, a questionnaire in the Hustle Facebook group the other day. And they were talking about the first phones people owned. And most people owned razors. So I had like hmm. bag phones, the brick phones. I had the flip phones. Like I've come Mine was a Nokia. I def- the Nokia yeah. with the green screen that had snake on it. That was my first phone. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I think it's perspective. Like, I mean, and then I had like the, the Palm Pilot the, as the first, like, first PDA. Like I've had, so having a flip phone and a Palm Pilot and then like, then seeing the first, I got the first Apple, uh, the, the first iPhone. I was like, this is incredible. Actually, I still have it. It was unbroken until my five-year-old got a hold of it. Huh. <laughs> but my, but that that's, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to beat this to death. Just, I think we're desensitized by people just saying the word fake news. So like, oh yeah, it was kind of like an error of truth. They actually were doing, Facebook was doing tests. Um, maybe Apple can't ship 40 million of these suckers but maybe they've already planned to that because they launched two phones. Like it's hard to say, like um, I just wish there was a better news feed. <laughs> well, I mean, look, they're testing it. Right. And that's right. I, 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 look, Zuckerberg confirmed on a podcast, uh, the, that masters of scale show, um, the, the episode that he did, that he was featured on. Uh, he literally said, there's probably around 10,000 iterations of Facebook running sure. at any given time. So that, that means there's 10,000 different versions of Facebook out there running among all these different test groups because they give their developers the free kind of the free uh, open range to go and like run, run tests, right. run tests with, within groups. And it's not within Facebook groups. It's groups of people that they pick and be like, okay, let's throw this on this person's feed or throw this on in their icon bar or and if something goes this south function. for like 100 people, those people aren't going to quit Facebook. <laughs> They're just going to flip a switch and put it back. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and pe- mo- a lot of times people won't notice, especially like the normal, the normal Facebook user yep. won't notice. It's the people like us, the, the marketers that like are in it constantly and using all the different tools and trying to keep up with stuff. And then we, if we notice one little small difference, it's like, what is this? <laughs> when did this happen? Is anyone else? And we start posting about it. Like, do you have this? Do you have, does this work for you? So, I mean, what it's, it's all, they're, they're testing it all. They're always testing stuff. Um, but the bigger issue of, you know, the clickbait on, on uh, social media in terms of the social media news itself, the social media industry news. Right. It's, uh, you know, Whatever the 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 TechCrunch and NextWeb and the Verge, uh, type publishers of the world, these guys need something to write about too. So like, yeah. I would, yeah, I would just caution like maybe don't be first, maybe be thoughtful. So maybe wait a little <laughs> bit and put some commentary with it. I mean, I'm guilty of just just posting links without commentary. Uh, and other times, I'll take time to put some commentary there of why people should read it, why I found it useful. Um, but I think in our industry, it's a race to the. I was gonna say race to the bottom. It's a race to get that that posted first because you get like social credit or something. 
or at least the comments are attributed to your account. But well, and it's engagement. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's engagement. If it's something that's big enough, and you're like, if you, you kind of figure like, oh, you're the first one to notice. So anything that happens, it's like on a big, big, big scale, right? Most of the time, you're not going to be the first person. You're going to see. You're probably going to find out about it from other posts on Facebook, and sharing it or finding it and posting it yourself. It's like, what's what's the point really unless like you want to give you you're trying to give your take on it um but the the overwhelming like oh my god i gotta post this first i I gotta get this out there i mean i i get that to a point but it's it is pretty silly yeah yeah. well and that's why i appreciate sean's videos because we get busy during the week and he might pick up something that's useful oh yeah always I thought that that's why I thought I agree. I thought it was a really smart idea on his part to do that. And I'm kind of jealous to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? What's next? Uh, Anyways. Yeah. I I think it would be nice to share uh, something you and I are finding or have found during the week. It could be anything, a tool, an article, something you, you want to share with the show. Gotcha. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give this one out. It's, it's actually got two parts. Um, but it, you, you know what this is, Adam. So if you go on, um, our, our Twitter or our Facebook, uh, Twitter is at hashtags pod or our Facebook page, which is the same. You'll see some of these things that we call audiograms. And there was a, there's been a couple different tools. There's, there's a, a recent tool that was relatively easy to use. And then it's been upgraded there's a beta version that's even they're saying it's more user friendly i actually like the older tool Mm -hmm. um so so the tool is audiogram and uh it's at the 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 tool that i the original tool is uh, if you go to audiogram.sparemin.com which is um s like spare s-p-a-r-e-m-i-n audiogram.sparemin.com slash audiogram. And we'll put the link in the show notes. So, so take a look at it, but that's the, that's the original version. And then if you go to get audiogram, uh, com, I believe is the link. Let me see. Let me make sure. Um, if you go to get audiogram.com, it'll, you can apply to get the new access to the new beta. Um, like I said, I like the other tool. I like the original one. You can add more. I thought you could add more customize. But well, I, I don't think you can like the font was limited and it it was just, it seemed a little bit more, it didn't have as many choices for the, um, equalizer options. It didn't seem like, so what this does is if you haven't seen it, audiogram is a way to take uh, a video clip or an audio clip and turn it into essentially a video clip that has a, you can put a custom picture on it. Um, you can put uh, these, it's like these equalizer options so that it matches the sound. Uh, the equalizer, you can choose some different options and it'll match the sound that's, that's going the sound waves. Uh, generally it's a short clip under a minute for sure. Um, and you don't want to go really longer yeah. than that anyway. Um, but then you can, you can download it and it's free. So that's the other thing is that original tool was totally free. And now the beta you get, they give you like 12 credits. And so it's free until you well, use the 12 experiments credits. tool still, still available. Yes. 
Okay. And the one thing I'm not clear about, <laughs> I'm still not clear. I don't know if it's the same company. Right? Yeah, I yeah. don't think it is. Well, it's weird. It's weird because I I could swear they came from, it came from the same place. So anyway, so say it's not the same company. There's these two different tools out there for audiograms um, that you can sure. you can do. And to, um, to give credit where credit's due, this was developed by um, the team at WNYC uh, in New York. And there's actually a whole Slack group, an audiogram Slack group that I'm part of. Um, there's like maybe a thousand people in there that are in our in the audio podcast biz. So a lot of companies have actually developed this tool. Um, if you host with uh, Pippa, you'll see that they have a tool at the end after you upload that you can turn yeah. into an audiogram. Uh, if you use Anchor, when you share, they have a tool. Same type of code. Mm, it's more. The thing is, those are more of like transcription. Sure. So they'll put I mean, the, they'll, It's like captioning. They'll put the captioning on there. At least a visualization wise, they have the the EQ visualizer. Yeah. Um, they turn it into a video. Which is and and they get audiogram. They there's that option too, where you can you can either turn it on or off to caption it, and it'll put the words on the screen. It's getting smarter. So it's it's cool. Like they're both totally useful. Um, my I'm just saying my preference, and they they are not the same company. I I'm pretty sure. Now that you're saying that, Adam, um, getaudiogram.com is it looks like it's based in Toronto. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and the other one is the New York. Yeah, it's totally well, in New this, York. Uh, that's the thing is this code is available and free. So if yeah. you're if you're savvy at all and you want to create your own, you can. And um, yeah, I, I would recommend say, both though. I recommend both because I think I think different people will like each one cool. more than the other. Well, add the links in the show notes. I will make sure they get up there. Uh, my my tools I've discovered. I'm noticing like this is a. Not necessarily like a little bit of future, but we've been using a lot of the same tools. When I say same tools like Excel or Google Docs, um, the same emails, you know, we've been using a lot of the same tools for a very long time. So what I'm noticing is there's a couple companies coming out that are rethinking. What if, what would the next generation of spreadsheets look like? What if Excel was created right now? So there's a company called Coda, and you can actually go and sign up uh, to get you know get their beta, get alerted. Um, so the, this is the team they worked at YouTube, um, and then since 2014 they've been working on what if what if you combined Google Docs and Sheets together? You know these questions. Um, so essentially, um, Coda was co-founded um, with somebody from YouTube, somebody from a former Googler. Um, to answer this question. So I'm just saying this, to, this is one to watch. Uh, it got a lot of press. And, and why not? Why can't we're right on the verge of whatever's next? And why can't we work better? Why can't there be better tools out there? Now we have the cloud. Um, these are tools as social marketers that are just going to make our job easier. We use Google Drive and Docs and other tools all the time. So Coda, C-O-D-A. Uh, the next one is... Um, an email tool called superhuman and I'll put the link in the show note. You can actually sign up to be the VIP invite. They're releasing it really slowly, but essentially it's um, not just another email client. They're rebuilding the inbox um, from the ground up. So we've seen some of these mailbox type tools in the past and some have closed down Um, from the people that I know that have superhuman. 
Um, that's all they talk about. It's gorgeous. It's fast. Uh, advanced features that make you feel like a superhuman. Um, so there's even like undo send. Uh, there's all kinds of insights and reminders. Um, so I can hear you typing. Vincent. That's right. I'm signing up for it right now. So if you go, um, Product Hunt has a launch feature. So they also have a producthunt.com slash upcoming slash superhuman dash VIP. That's another place to sign up. I don't know if it's different if you oh. sign up on their website versus that. Yeah, because on the website, all the, the, the only option they give you is sign up and it's just your name and your email. So I wonder if there's a, if there's something for product, yeah, that, for product hunters. Yeah, I don't know. So anyways, give it a try. Uh, the net last one that I found again, along the same, along the same lines, um, a product called George. <laughs> I like it. Um, so essentially, uh, it's actually a friend of mine, uh, John, he's had a couple top apps in the app store. Uh, he actually used to be, um, he still blogs, but he made his living as a professional blogger for years. And now he's creating just fantastic tools. So this one is uh, George is to redo the to-do list and actually to-do list should make us better humans. So that's the whole premise uh, that also has a VIP sign up on product hunt. So it's producthunt.com slash upcoming slash George. Um, and, and he has a link to his blog post about his hopes for the, what a product, uh, what a to-do tool should look like. And then here's a tweet from, from a user how to use to-do lists, to-do, to-do list apps, create some tasks. Step two, never open the app, app again. Step mm. three, delete the app. <laughs> and, and I'll attest to that. Like I yeah. want to be more efficient. I want to have a Trello-like or to-do list app for my day-to-day work. So I'm following this one be, only because um, John has had just proven success over and over again with a lot of his top apps in the app store. And this is something he personally needs. So I know he puts his heart and soul into it. Um, so that was disclaimer that I know John, but the fact is that these <laughs> three tools are, uh, yeah, the products around us are changing. Like who's to say there can't be something new and next. It may not be a social network, but it may be these productivity tools. Um, I'm on the, I'm on the lookout for those kind of things. Cool. Cool. Nice. Uh, it's it's funny. Uh, so how long how long has it been now that that other competitors or companies have been trying to like find alternatives or kill Excel? Probably for a while. <laughs> and I I'm no fan of Excel spreadsheets, but it's just funny that like. I mean, I use Google Sheets. So yeah, if I do if I do them, I use I use the but but however. That's basically an yeah, Excel spreadsheet. Is. And I'm not a formula person. I don't know any of that's album. The first to admit, I don't know how to do like one formula. I can, well, if, I, if I get a spreadsheet, I can filter it. Uh, I can, I can make a spreadsheet with like uh, for an email list, stuff like that. But I, I am. And Coda, and Coda has um, some AI built in. So there's these, these tools are powerful, but you, like you said, you got to go to uh, like a special training class or watching videos to learn these formulas. Um, and actually a lot of it's required now for certain jobs that you apply for. Yeah. Um, but it's just funny, right? Like it's funny how Excel as you ask anybody 
almost anybody. And I'll go back to the whole, you know, 10 out of 10 people. If you ask 10 people, what do they think about Excel? How many, I mean, probably at least half will say, oh my God, I hate it or I don't understand it. I just, I barely, like, I, I, I look at them and that's it. Like, and there's people, there's other people that are really great yeah, with them. Yeah. And then t- all 10 will say they know how to sum a column. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> Unless I'm in that 10, because I don't even know if I know how to do that. Oh, dang. I, I probably do. I don't know. It's, I never use them anymore. I never use them except for like lists. It's yeah. a, if I have a list, I, it's a CSV or an Excel. Right? I still I mean, use it for reporting. And, um, and I had a couple, yeah, I had a couple re- reporting. I guess it was like, uh, Here like, there, a, like, yeah. a, like a scorecard. Well, this is more like in a corporate setting. Um, again, somebody was a wizard. and. <laughs> the calculations that this thing could do. Uh, I mean, but it took more time to actually complete it. So it's about time that uh, apparently this is like a s- smart spreadsheet. Cause a lot, a lot of tools that let you collaborate. Um, so be on the lookout or yeah. for the VIP and Hey, that's pretty my, I saw this in the notes. It just seems like my favorite section. Uh, you put this in here. So the best in social for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Breaking news Wait. that's not really breaking. I just got a notification from Product Hunt about the Uber credit card. Did you I see did, this? I did see that today. The number five product of the day on Product Hunt. Yep. If, and uh, it's got like all these perks or something. It's percentage back on dining, on travel. on. I saw one, one negative that the, the, the rate was a little high. Um, but there's no but, annual fee. Right. So if you're a responsible user... Um, yeah, it had like 4% back on what dining, 4% back on dining, 3% back on hotel and air travel, and apparently two, you get like 2% Uber, for online. And apparently you get Uber credits if you use it a lot for that and Uber eats as well. Um, oh, sure. which makes sense, right? And, and that makes sense as well. If it was only just for riding and it was limited to that, I would say no, but the fact that it's a normal, you know, normal credit card, um, with, with a ton of perks and people love those perks. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a huge credit card person. This is, it's just something I, it just came across. That's why I mentioned it. But yeah, it's, it's funny that it was, it was, you know, hunted on product hunt. If it can be seen in that demo as cool, you know what I mean? A cool credit card. Uh, It's quite interesting because there are a few cool credit cards out there. Yeah. um, That everybody wants to own and use. They get them into concerts or, or whatnot. Um, And that one, it's funny. I, I read through all the comments as well and they were really positive. Well, and then you also, you earn a hundred dollars when you spend 500 after the first 90 days. Yep. So anyway, anyway, breaking sort of breaking. It's not really cause it's already got 300 upvotes. So it can't <laughs> like, I just, I just got the notification, but it came, it came across early this morning, I think. Um, best in social for the week. Best yeah, in social. I, I thought it was kind of cool that we could talk about this because there's a couple things that happened this week that within the industry, I saw a lot of people post about each one and one mm-hmm. of them really even made it out of, out of the, the social media marketing vacuum um, because it was kind of funny and interesting. Um, the first one though is um, if you didn't see it, um, Burger King came out with a, a new ad and it was focused on bullying and about raising awareness about kids being bullied or just bullying in general, right? 
So they created an ad. Well, their ad agency created an ad. Uh, <laughs> that was, and, my, uh, and my daughter wore orange to school today because it was uh, bullying oh, awareness. Was, oh, I didn't even. Oh, gotcha. Bullying awareness. Wear orange to school. Yeah. Um, the ad was created by uh, David uh, uh, in Miami. The, the agency is called David. And um, it's the ad. They, here was the premise. They, they, were, they filmed it like in, a, in, a burger, in different Burger Kings or in a Burger King. And they right. had um, this couple of kids bullying this one kid. And that's and how the scene opens, right? I th- yeah, yeah. The kids sitting there eating, and they're like teenagers. They're boys, and and there's like two or three kids bullying the one kid, and the comparison they're making is, we compared the bullying of this kid, and then we also had the people in the kitchen bully, quote unquote, bully the um their Whopper, <laughs> or their I Whopper think, Junior. Yeah, Whopper Junior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's funny because. And you can go and check it out yourself. Um, again, we'll put the link in the show notes. It was pretty moving. I mean, because it, it was real, real customers in the background, like looking at the kids bullying each other. Yeah, yeah. So the people were like watching. There were people that were sitting there watching the kid get bullied, like right, like two feet from them, and like the kid get picked on and kind of pushed around, and like it was pretty crappy, right? And then the other people, they had other people that were they would get their sandwich, and their their Wapa Jr. <laughs> and immediately they reported, oh, well, right. my sandwich is all beat up here and they would bring it to the counter. And the guy at the counter was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I bullied it. And he's like punching it. He's like, <laughs> punching the sandwich. He's like, you're nothing. Yep. And, and uh, what, uh, I think it ended like... Well, it ended with the... There was the one, the one uh, lady. I think there was another guy too. I, it's on right now. I'm kind of going through it. But there there was the one. Oh, there was two guys. Yeah. Oh, there was a, one lady, one guy, um, that did stand up to the bullies, to the kids, which was really like awesome to see. But it was only like the stat was twelve percent, right? Of the people came and defended the kid. And the, yeah, like ninety <laughs> some. They're like, "Is it wrong to bully your sandwich?" They're like, "Yeah, who would do that? That's wrong." And like ninety some percent said it was wrong to bully a sandwich. And the tagline was "No junior deserves to be bullied." So it was, it was a high school junior, I believe, too. That that was the comparison. Yeah, I think it was, it was like a high school junior in the in the. Yeah, I mean, especially junior. since, um, yeah, you know, all the kids, all the schools have been selling like, um, not celebrating, but wearing orange to commemorate. Well, raising awareness. Raise yeah, awareness. They, they yeah, raise awareness. So, so that was that was the first one. So if you haven't caught that, if you do a Google search for Burger King bullying ad, it'll be a bunch of links to it believe me um the other one was uh, on the lighter side some and i'm sure i'm sure kfc (laughs) like leaked that this was the case somehow it wasn't just randomly that someone found this okay it was it was planned um that someone was going to find this and then it was going to spread which which is totally fine (laughs) so so it was discovered discovered by chance um that kfc on twitter follows 11 uh, other accounts only 11 accounts only 11 accounts and it was it was the the spice girls 
Yeah, all the Spice Girls. Which is uh, five, five Spice Girls, and then um, six guys named Herb. So six, that tr- <laughs> six random herbs. Yeah, which <laughs> which translates to um, eleven herbs and spices. That's fantastic. Which is obviously the secret. Oh man! Concoction behind KFC's chicken. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Like I want to be. Was, I want to be one of those herbs. <laughs> herbs. <laughs> it was. It was good. It was good. And uh, so the the dude, the dude that found it is you know his account has almost 1900 followers (laughs) it's it's not a verified account uh it's this dude his name is mike edget um and then (laughs) so (laughs) there was also other social interactions adam i don't know if you know this i'm just reading his he says i need time to process this yeah but then there was also um, they connected with him on LinkedIn through uh, a profile for Colonel Sanders. <laughs> the Colonel uh, added him, added him on LinkedIn. That's funny. And, and, and endorsed him for social networking. By the Meta. Way. Right, and like, then they I- also said <laughs> he because what you just said was about was about needing time to process this, and then he he tweeted again. And he said, waiting for KFC to respond, like, and put a GIF. And KFC responded and said, you said you needed time. We're just giving you space. DM us when you're ready. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then there's this, there's this thread. Yeah, so yesterday I checked. And actually, they were following a 12. And now today's 11. So they must have made a mistake and followed somebody randomly. Uh, but it was like... I wonder who it was. It was a weird, like, string of username i didn't recognize it it was just really random um person who runs the kfc account needs a raise i don't care how much you make how much they make give them a raise i saw i saw the um who was it it was shoot i saw someone tweet like that was the ceo of a of a company of a of a man was it an agency or a brand but it was a ceo of something that had a name I, I can't believe I'm not going to remember, but um, he was like, he was like, if you ever are looking for a job, the person that's running that social media account, if you're ever looking for a job, DM me, <laughs> which is kind of funny. You know yeah. what? The dude may, he may not have been a KFC plant. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Here, did you see Wendy's replied? Of I saw course. Chili's replied too. They just realized they weren't falling back. Rude. Good joke though. <laughs> and then somebody's like, like your fries. I mean, this dude, he hadn't, he's not like a regular tweeter. He, he only had a few tweets since like February. And then he had one in September. He's had a couple here and there. Um, but the one, yeah, just that one. Oh, by the way, that tweet, um, 710,000 favorites, 320,000 retweets. Man, that's a good time right there. So yeah, it was it was cool, and then all the other interaction that they did after that. It's just, it man, that is really interesting. If it's if if no one like told him about that, or if if it wasn't like a KFC thing, um, that's interesting that they would just. I mean, if that's the case, if they sat on that, if they just did that, and then yeah. sat on it, 
waiting think, for someone to find it, that's definitely really cool. Well, yeah. I think if you read through some of the tweets, though, they're, um, they're written like a social media manager would write them. So he, he said, like, fried chicken makes me pretty emotional, too. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm reading down through some of these, but they said, yeah, the Colonel Sanders one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his matter. Facebook, too, because it's, it's in his in his uh, Twitter bio, he's got his Facebook page linked. It's fun. He just looks like a he's, a he's a normal dude. He's in like Green Bay. I love it. That's awesome. He actually he's actually the social media manager at Tallgrass PR. Oh, that I didn't see. Oh, well, then page. then that makes a little bit more sense because he's at least he's like somewhat he's, in the yeah world. he's in the game. But he doesn't he doesn't tweet. He didn't tweet much before this. Huh. Yeah, I see him retweeting Tallgrass PR, talking about Snapchat and stuff. That's funny. It's all good, man. Okay. Hey, we're to the the end of the show, believe it or not. <laughs> and that means... Podcast recommendations. That was that's a weird okay. voice. That's okay. I'm going to have to throw in some... Oh, I'll make it weird. Don't worry. <laughs> do you have one or do you want mine? Well, you go first. Okay. I always um, have one, but you go first. You always have one. Yeah, of course. This, this guy. Yeah, so I have actually I just lost it. Where did it go? Uh it well, I know what the podcast is called. It's called Hackable. Ooh. Um, yes, but I want to tell you actually I'm gonna look it up again because I had it queued up. Hackable hackablepodcast.com. Um uh, it is actually put out, produced by uh McAfee or McAfee, whatever you want to pronounce it. Wasn't that the crazy, the crazy guy that went to the woods after he was uh, super? So I actually, that's the we're talking about the um, the virus scan software. <laughs> oh, and it's different. Okay, good. But uh, basically, yeah, I think it's cool. I like branded podcasts that tell a, a deeper, bigger story. Um, so we're in a, basically they're about us page in a world we're obsessed with staying connected. How can we sh- be sure we're not leaving ourselves vulnerable? Hackable gives us a front row seat to explore where we're susceptible in our daily routines without even realizing it. They talk about web Wi-Fi, webcams, cars, computers. Um, has a has a host that digs into the minds of cyber criminals okay. with with their own uh, team, and they give the in depth. Uh, so it's kind of like real world. Um, they're gonna you know expose that. So here's one of them. Uh, the last episode. Um, could looking for celebrities online put your data at risk? We're uncovering what you might find while searching for a sneak peek. So probably more than that one, it's like leaked photos. So scammers may take advantage of uh, search vulnerabilities. Uh, another really good one. Uh, you know it's the same company, by the way. I have no idea. Oh, it is. Oh, I, I can confirm that Oh, the it guy is. that went in the woods? There, so, there, so McAfee... Or however you, McAfee, how people want to pronounce it, is is the the antivirus software. Sure, they make this podcast. By the way, I just said that. Yes, and <laughs> it's the same guy. Yeah, it's absolutely the same guy. So wait, wait, what do you mean he went off in the woods? He he did this whole thing where he kind of went loony, um, for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was a big story. Well, okay. remember his first name, by the way? No. McAfee, um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. Uh, apparently, he doesn't run the company anymore. Uh, well, he was the original founder. Sure. I'm gonna find it. I'm just typing in like John McAfee. John I'm even, McAfee. I'm just searching McAfee Woods. <laughs> no, search John. John McAfee. I mean, like, I want to go off in the woods sometime. He he. Uh, nah, man. He. <laughs> um, see, I think he's got enough news out now, where because he he came he came back into like civilization, and it wasn't just going off into the woods. There was something something happened where he disappeared, or. Um, Dude, this guy looks haggard. Well, and he's in good shape now. Here we go. Okay. So John McAfee. Woo. Uh, I'm going to try to find a, a quick. Here we go. Okay. John McAfee, the man who created the software, antivirus software. Basically, he created antivirus software. McAfee was the first. Oh, wow. Um, he created the software in the 80s, became a household name for it, made millions when he sold a security firm, security software firm, right? So he he sold it, McAfee. He moved to Belize in 2009. He then made headlines again for his alleged connection to the murder of his neighbor. Um, and, his, and he denied it and now has a, a new cybersecurity venture. Um, but yeah, there was a whole thing. Maybe it wasn't that he ran to the woods. I'm, I, I feel like there's some part of that though because he moved to Belize. He purchased property on an island. He purchased a second property in the interior of the country and moved deep into the jungle where he had set up a lab to create plant-based antibiotics. This is amazing. Yeah, he's, it's that type of a life. Like it's, it, he's, people think he's a little, they call him, like, you know when, when someone's described as colorful? Oh, he's and, colorful. And a character. Like that's the nice way of saying that they're, Pretty wacky and out there, and the little. Right, I'm just gonna read some <laughs> bullet bullet points. So, uh, so while he was on the run, uh, so he, he's married now. He's he's 71. His wife's 34. So while he was on the run, he hired his now wife as a prostitute while on the run for murder accusation. Accusation. I can't even say that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, he met. Uh, they first met in 2012. After his deportation to Guatemala, uh, he picked her up at a cafe and hired her for the night and a day. And it, well, now they're married. It's a love story. Um, so now happily married couple lives in a gun-filled mansion in Tennessee. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So it, look, the, we're getting off track here. My, my, totally my bad. But he's like, yeah, there's a whole backstory. Well, forget the hackable podcast. I mean, they, I think they should have a true crime <laughs> podcast just about this guy. Oh, man. Yeah, if, if it doesn't exist already. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Your podcast. <laughs> my podcast. So my podcast is actually going to come. It's a, it's a secondhand recommendation. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there, though, because I trust the person that recommended it to me yesterday. Secondhand recommendations. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, I so my friend Matt Meanders uh, on Twitter, but his his actual name is Matt Simpson, Uh, but he but he goes by Matt Meanders on Twitter because he 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 travels and does a lot of 
um, backpacking and he's, he's on a mission to visit like every national park. Okay. Um, he's part of the whole yes PHX crew and was one of the first people involved with, and really one of the founders of startup week here in Phoenix. Um, yesterday we got to talking about podcasts and he recommended, he said we were talking about it and I asked him what he's listened to. And he said, Oh, there's this and that. And then there's one, there's one called blank check and it's, it's a, it's a movie podcast. It's not just another bad movie podcast. Blank check reviews directors, complete filmographies episode to episode specifically the auteurs whose early successes afforded them the rare blank check from Hollywood to produce passion projects. Um, so that the like poster child for this would be someone like M night Shyamalan hmm. who, you know, six cents, huge hit millions, billions, whatever it made huge hit critically acclaimed all this stuff. Everybody loved it. And then the guy was basically given a, a blank check to go and like make his next movie or next couple movies. Um, and subsequently, you know, didn't do quite as well <laughs> and had got panned here and there for things like the village, uh, <laughs> and, and others. Yeah. Uh, but that's what the show is about. And that's I, cool. I have yet to listen to it, but I'm excited to listen to it. Um, now we shall both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just subscribed to it. So that's my, that's my awesome. podcast reco for the week. Send us yours. Tweet us at, at hashtags pod at Adam Lidecker at Vincent Orlek. That is the show for this week. That's it. Let That's us all. know what you want us to talk about on the show. We're That's here all we got. You. Uh, we'll have more guests coming up. Without a doubt. Yes. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll have a few more guests or right. guests from time to time. Hey, thanks everyone for joining. See you next week. Hey, see you next week. <laughs>